views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. The following audio is via a Skype call. Get ready for Mystic Living Radio, deep spiritual wisdom, practical advice with EJ, Eliyahu, Gian. This mystical Kabbalist, spiritual advisor, coach, and teacher ignites the airwaves with dynamic engagement, rational conversations, and special techniques to chart your soul's path. Known for his keen sense of humor, contagious smile, and extensive esoteric wisdom, EJ translates deep spiritual wisdom into practical advice to empower you to live your happiest, most fulfilled existence. During this hit show, you experience a deeper understanding of yourself, unveil past life mistakes, and remove blockages to cultivate a truly fulfilling future. Now, here are your dynamic hosts on Mystic Living Radio. Hey, everybody, I'm Dr. Pat, and I am joined by Eliahu Gian joining me here today. This is about Kabbalistic wisdom for the 21st century soul. And what does this even mean? You know, EJ, as he is endearingly known as, is someone that has said yes to bringing this wisdom forward. You know, I will tell you one thing that's going to happen today. You are going to have some fun with us because wisdom is fun. And why is that so? Today, we're going to take you on a journey. We are opening up phone lines of 1-800-930-2819. We're taking your questions. The other thing, though, is if you're watching on Facebook and Facebook Live, yeah, we encourage you to chat. EJ, what a great show we've got planned today, don't we? We have a great, great time today. And I'm going to share a lot of information and experience of the last 29 years that I was dealing with Kabbalah. And that's, that will be amazing. That's just going to be amazing. And remember, we want to make it fun. And we would like to be happy in the same time. And the most important, getting knowledge. And remember, when the knowledge is clear and simple, that's being the speaker know what he's talking about. That's right. Right. Well, you know what? I mean, we, we have a real good tendency to complicate things, I think. You, you know, I mean, when my grandmother taught me how to make meatballs, she didn't, ta- she didn't teach me how to make meatballs by complicating the story of where the cow came from and the meat. You know, it was about you make the meatball. <laughs> you still making meatball? Or I you make a great meatball. <laughs> what are we going to ask you in the end your recipe if you put garlic or if you don't put garlic that's, oh, that's not only do you put garlic in it but you must use a special italian cheese in the meatball wow. and the key is just like kabbalah and it's just like the study you don't rush the process you let the meatball absorb the knowledge of the ingredients wow Wow. Who knew we were going to talk about this today? I didn't know. <laughs> well, that's good. So, okay. You make the meatball big or small? I make them medium. 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 Well, you make them too small, they get dried out. If you make them too big, then they break up when you put them in the sauce. I'm sure somebody who's on the radio now is laughing like, am I on the right channel? We've They're thinking, up. what are these two talking about? Uh, but I will tell you, cooking was a spiritual experience for my grandmother. I agree. I agree. It's a spiritual experience for me as well. 
And uh, last night I make dinner for my family, you know, so I asked my kids if they want to be part of it. They were very happy. And the idea is, again, it's a, it's a spiritual event because meditation is not only when you close your eyes. Meditation can happen when your eyes are open, you know, and what you're doing with your hand, what you're doing with your body. You know, it's, it's almost a therapy through meditation with your eyes open. And uh, again, when I teach my kids how to cook, I tell them, just be sure of yourself. Whatever you do, don't be afraid. Just go for it, you know. In, and you know, let's talk about this though from a from a a a, a, a spiritual and a, a mystical perspective. I don't know that we were meant to approach spirituality or mysticism in a mediocre way. I, I really think that there is a go for it that can happen there too. But I would love to hear what you think about this this wisdom of it. You mean you mean mystical and Kabbalah yeah. and spirituality? How, how we should go for it? Is that what you're asking me? Yes. Okay, so the idea is like uh, mystical, have been mystical until it's been discovered. Meaning that the word discover in English, I think, tell it all because you remove the cover, you discover, you remove the cover and then it's no longer cover, it's been revealed. So mystical is, a lot of time is almost like living a life of the unknown or ignorance of a lot of things that are happening in people's life, whatever it is, relationship or business or spirituality, everything is in a way mystic. And some, many guru or spiritual people like to make the word mystic as almost like a point of keep it mystic. They don't want to reveal that to the majority of people. But the truth of the matter is, if a person invests time to study, uh, the mystical all of a time, all of a sudden become a, a way of life. Like with your grandma, what we talked about before, cooking meatball was mystical. When you revealed how to do it, it's no longer mystical. So right now, we are in an age of Aquarius, as they call it in astrology, almost Pisces. And uh, by Kabbalah, it's called the age of the Messiah. Mm -hmm. Meaning the time, we are now in a time that everything is revealed. Which means everything is on the open. The media, the TV, the radio. Kids no more watching even TV. They now into computer, they talking to each other. Some parents and grandparents are upset the kids are always on, on the phone. But the truth of the matter is, this is not a bad thing, so bad. I mean, if it's not becoming an addiction, because people are interconnected with each other. And when we talk about from Kabbalah point of view, about 2,000 years ago, live a man by the name of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yohai. He wrote a book that called the Zohar, Z-O-H-A-R, which, by the way, uh, my organization give uh, mini small zoo for free, whoever calling us or going online with us, uh, we're happy to supply different mini zoo to people. We believe there is blessing in it. But let me continue what I said. Rabbi Shimon Barakai basically said that 2,000 years ago, he said that it will be a time in our time, 2,000 years after he passed away, that the mystical part will be revealed. And we are experiencing it in the last 50 years, by the way. And the last 50 years, that's what he predicted. It will be a revelation, you know, that people are seeking the knowledge, seeking the truth. Many people who have money fulfill themselves with money, not feeling fulfilled inside. Many people who have love, many people who have kids and health, still missing something. Why? Because I believe, as the Zohar believes, as Kabbalistic wisdom has been teaching us, that right now the angels, the spirit, and God 
are pulling at us like almost like a liquid of knowledge. A liquid of knowledge is say, just take it, just desire it. We want to give it to everyone that wants it. And it's so beautiful. So now people are awakening to want whatever the angel want to give us. So I think this is what's going on right now. There is an awakening for taking the leadership and spreading spirituality and study, which I think is just great news because the way we can bring peace between people, religion, different colors of skins, different languages, is only through knowledge. We cannot bring peace just by telling people let's love each other. We need mm -hmm. to have some knowledge. We need to share uh, this information, and specifically uh, Kabbalah and the Zohar, because that's been out there for 4,000 years. It was the first book that was given to Adam by God, if you read about it. It's amazing. And everybody can study it, and it's so simple. And people can study it basically everywhere. Just, you know, it's everywhere right now. All what we got to do is just to have a desire to know more mm -hmm. and uh, not to have this uh, stigma, you know, of I'm this religion, I'm Jewish, or I'm Christian, or I'm Muslim. You know, we are human. If you are human, you should study. That's what it's all about. So I don't know if I answer your question. I hope. Yeah, and I think what you're talking about is really super important. And, you know, the thing that I think you touched upon, which is so relevant to today, is I, all we need to do is do a few Googling. And yeah. Google the word stuckness. And what you get are millions and millions and millions and millions. I mean, I have never seen anything quite like it uh, about people being stuck. So, you know, we are looking for an answer. We're looking for a solution to, to that thing which we don't even know. We don't even know what we don't know. And what you pointed out is here's this teaching. It's available for everyone. Yeah. Why do we think that teachings and wisdoms are not available for everyone, that you have to have a credential, that you got to go study over here, that you, you got to, you have to become a priest. Or, but we, but we have this idea that don't you think we have to move beyond that idea that we're not, we haven't earned our right to learn it. Yeah, I uh, totally agree with you. Absolutely agree with you. I mean, we, I, without blaming anybody, but the universe have been, um, control by people who want people to be their followers. So fear was yeah. a very good tool uh, for um, spiritual leader or religious leader and doctors. It's the only way you get people to listen to you. You know, if you take a doctor, for example, without blaming anybody, but if the doctor feels that the patient don't listen, just with a little bit of fear, all of a sudden the patient listens. The same thing happened with people who follow religion or spirituality, fear become a tool to get people. So I'm not totally blaming the people or the leaders. I'm just saying we must jump out of the wagon, jump out of the comfort zone and study. We need to study. We need to teach ourselves. It's not enough just to follow a knowledgeable person. Even people who follow me, and there is so many people from all over the world who listening to us right now and talking to us right now, which is beautiful. But I always say to people, my goal, you know, is to create the new leaders. You know, when I was in Israel just a few weeks ago, I mean, two days ago, I just come back. Mm -hmm. and I had a, 
a lady who running a, a big media show for spiritual people in Israel and in Berlin, in Germany and in Israel. And she asked if she can join me for a private uh, trip to where I visit people who were buried there for 3,000 years ago. And you go into the mountain, it's not easy to get there. And yeah. I said, well, it's not going to be easy, Pat, but if you want, you can come. And as we're walking around, uh, uh, before she left to be with her children, she gave me a hug and said, Liao, please understand that there is people out there need you, not just for your knowledge, right. they need you because you empower them to become themselves. And I cried and I said, thank you so much for that. This is so beautiful. And uh, she actually called me before the show today from Israel. And she said, you need to remember, it's not about just that you lead people. You have a gift that your master gave you and you have to give it to the people. And that's what gets me so excited. And that's why when I wrote the children book, I put secret mystical Kabbalistic wisdom inside for children for about four years old to seven years old, that whenever a person reading it, automatically it's affecting them in a spiritual way. And that's those kind of things get me excited because I can give the people the power and not make the people depending on me. And this is uh, this is exciting me, by the way. This is it really does. You know, it's funny you bring this up because I was uh, I was telling a friend of mine that today we're going to be doing this show, uh, Eliao Gian, and they said no. I said what? 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 No? What? They said you're not going to be speaking with him, and I said why? She says, "Are you scared? He's amazing." He and what she was saying is, Pat. How did you become so worthy to be talking to him? And, you know, here's what I love about that. Every one of us honors your work. We honor your work. You know, I talk with you today as one human being to another. You know, we are both in the same trajectory. We want to help people become empowered. I don't have the tools to do that, but I do ask really good questions and I can talk about meatballs, right? <laughs> because it's the energy of us. When two or more people are gathered and we come together, yes, yes, the millions around us will pick up the energy of the message and want more. What would you say are our greatest challenges, Elia? What are the challenges that we face as humanity to be able to seek the knowledge and then enact it and empower ourselves in this world today? I would like to say something. I hope it catches the audience and catch you in a, in a mm. good spirit. Uh, I believe that we are now in a generation that want everything fast. So people do things random. People are not investing time and building a better future. So they want everything to be already done because they're afraid of the process. People want to work randomly, meaning just let's do nothing and get everything. Those type of people has no believing in God. There's no believing in, in the process of God because in the process of everything, there's beauty. Like you spoke about the meatball and I believe God put it in our conversation. There is beauty about making the food more than actually eating the food. But most people are afraid of making food. Most people are afraid of study. Most people are afraid to take the leadership because they want everything to be random by coincidence. 
And we know that God is not working by coincidence. Yes, if you put your life in order perfectly and you build everything up, then coincidentally, God will make sure it will yeah. work. But if you work according to your, your coincidence, then you have disconnect yourself from the higher level of the light of the creator, which is sad. So I believe that the reason it's people are not connecting to that process because they're afraid of the process and they won't connect to the result. The result, according to Kabbalah, it's called, there is a name for it, it's called Malchut. Mm -hmm. Or if you want kingdom, or if you want physicality, people want the bottom line. But the bottom line is is a wrong approach to life. The bottom line, if, if people are not going on a date without thinking about sex, people are not going into business without thinking how much money they're going to make, people are not going to anything, people are not going to the synagogue or church or mosque or whatever it is without knowing what they're going to get in the end. Mm -hmm. If you're going to get into something because you enjoy that, you're not doing things randomly. You are enjoying the planning of the thing. When you write a book, as you know, you know, there is fun of writing it. It's not just how many people are going to like it. You know, it's, it's so beautiful because then it seemed like randomly everything worked for you, but it's not. I was, I was, I took a taxi after I returned the car, rental car. And the taxi driver, I mean, how, how funny it would be. I didn't find a taxi and he was in the street. I know <laughs> I said, can I, can I take this taxi? And from people point of view, it can seem random. But because I don't work my life as a random guy, I just work hard to put everything in order. This guy said, listen, I didn't plan on taking anybody, but you know what? You're happy to be the, come in. Yeah. Walk in and we drive and the guy is very happy. And he said to me, by the way, I would like to know, let you know that I'm not only a driver, I'm also a writer. Okay. Says, hey, what do you write? And he's telling me, and it seemed like he's going to be the one who take my children book and translate it into uh, Arabs, you know, so, so people, Muslim wow. people all over the world can read it. And I'm so happy with it. It was my dream. And then when I landed in uh, Los Angeles, I couldn't find even an Uber to come back home. <laughs> Nothing. No taxi, no Ubers with the luggage with my family. And this guy just stopped by, look at my wife and say, you guys looking for a ride? Say, yes, we are. <laughs> and we walk in and it's just, it just seemed random, but it's the reward of what seemed as a coincidence to people who put order into the life. So I know that order sometimes is boring. I know that all the subjects for the people who like to break the rules seem like, hey, I don't want to uh, listening to you. But the truth of the matter is, if you put your life in perfect order, then a lot of things that seem a coincidence will be a great, wonderful miracle that planned by God. But for us, it seemed by just happened coincidentally. But there is no coincidence. Yeah. Everything is cause and effect. But because the cause is not revealed to us, it's covered. That's why it's called mystical. We can only be aware of the result. The result is not covered. So that's why people are trying to change their life through the result, randomly. But if people go into the cause, there's no random there. Everything is cause and effect. I'm so happy you asked me that question. I'm telling you, I love this because... I was just talking about this, you know, how we met people would say, wow, like my friend was like, 
you know, like, how did, how did you meet him? How did you meet him? I said, you know, it was like intuitively. Yeah. I just was looking for, and I was like, we got to do a radio show with him. She says, well, 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 why? I said, listen, I dialed the wrong phone number 14 years ago and bought airtime in 2003 and on an internet only network. Thank God I didn't ask myself why, because I wouldn't be here. Yeah. But you understand that your hard work you did. Yeah, I did work hard. That's the reward. But it seemed like around them, it seemed like it right. was, but that's, the, that's so beautiful how, how we get, if we see the Bible, those of you who study the Bible, you know, we look at Abraham, he worked so hard. Oh, yeah. Miracle, miracles seem random as it happened and with his children, Isaac, Ishmael, oh, we, with all the people in the Bible, King David, Joseph, it seemed randomly that Joseph became the king. People forget that he was in prison for 22 years, you know, so nothing happened randomly. We, we read the story as we think it's just, oops, he become the king. So everything has a reason. And I believe when you study spirituality in Kabbalah specifically, you know, as I teach, thank God, thousands of people in my life. And I read so many people, you know, I'm telling you, if the, the one change that people have to understand is to invest in the process and the result, they don't have to worry. It will happen by itself. Yeah. Just, and I love what we're talking about because we have to have a level of trust. And when you're talking about Abraham and we're, you know, and you and I can do a whole show on looking at going back thousands of years and taking a look. There's a couple of things that people believe that may or may not be true. So myth, you know, myth number one, all of the people that walked the earth 2000 years ago, they were all poor. Well, they all owned a lot of property. They weren't. They were, I don't know where we make this stuff up that everybody was poor. <laughs> they were very rich, by the way. If you read very, if you read the Bible and the history, they were super rich. All of them were super rich people. For some reason, people think spirituality and being poor go together. So, if people think of Jesus, they think about somebody we, who suffer. You know, but they don't understand that he went actually to Jewish school with a rabbi. And to get in, you have to pay a lot of money. So nobody was poor in spirituality because today we've been brainwashed. And I have to say that, that spiritual people has to be poor. You know, there's, there's a brainwash there. And when people feel like a, what I call a passive ego, meaning mm -hmm. if you're poor, you start feeling good about yourself. What an ego, you know, because I feel, oh, poor me. I don't have money. I must be close to Moses, Jesus, Muhammad, and God, and Buddha himself. But it's not true. You know, success, success also comes from the creator, also comes from above. Success is part of the journey of the creator. There is a verse in the Talmud. Talmud was written. It's a book that explained the laws. It's written about 1,800 years ago. And it's written there something very beautiful. It says that the blessed one, which means God, cannot be close to a person who feels cursed. Which means if you feel poor, if you feel sad, if you feel unsuccessful, God said, I'm going to wait for you here until you will do well. You know, it, this is amazing. Because we think the poor person now is close. And, and most of the movie in Hollywood based on, on the idea of being poor and miserable, and then God will be with you. But we understand that a lot of that contribution come from religion more than from spiritual people. The difference between religion 
religion create dependency mm-hmm. where spirituality create more discovery of yourself because you discover that you can have a great connection with the creator on your own by yourself you know and, and this is just just amazing i just want to share that I love it because what you're talking about to me is, and I've been very fortunate. I've been very fortunate to study a lot of different, how should we say it, religious disciplines. I've been very fortunate. You grow up, you grow up as you know this little Catholic girl whose dad then remarries a Southern Baptist, who then I get in relationship with a Jewish Jewish person. And so what you can do is you can have Easter, Seder, you can have it all, right? And then we can go down and have a a Southern Baptist revival. But the point that you're making is this. If we step back, and this is what I hear, and I I just want to make sure our listeners get it. When we look at the stories and the journeys of people that are showing up in the writings, they are stories about people working hard, traveling, taking action, continuing to create abundance in our life, treating other people well, learning the lessons from not treating other people well, passing the messages on. Oh, wait a minute. Let's talk about Daniel, the psychic. So when we look at this, this is for us to learn and use in today's world. When we come back, EJ is going to take us on a journey of, wait a minute. Kabbalistic journeying and wisdom for money, you bet. How about relationships? You bet. How about your career? You bet. How about for creating an amazing life? You bet. All of the above will be right back. lost your way while driving somewhere this can be unsettling as you don't know if you should go left right forward backwards or make a u-turn hi i'm eve from elite tarot host of the weekly show mainstream metaphysics radio where we harness the power of the universe for happier living as an intuitive coach and professional tarot card reader i work with clients worldwide on helping them get back on their natural road of living their life with joy next time you feel off track Tap into your inner child's sense of joy and write down on paper the non-negotiable qualities that you're needing in career or love, but without limiting specifics. With your list, you know where to place your energy going forward and where not to. You're always best served when your inner child is at the navigation controls. However, don't worry, you still have the keys to the car. If you would like to schedule a personal navigation session with me, please visit my website at EliteTarot.com. That's E-L-I-T-E-T-A-R-O-T.com. Do you want to heal your body and mind? Your body has a lot to tell you if you just learn to listen to your intuition. Audrey Michelle, host of Rewired Life Radio, can help you peel away the layers that are holding you back from living your best life. Tune in to Rewired Life Radio. Learn to love, heal, celebrate on Transformation Talk Radio every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Connect with Audrey at AudreyMichelle.com. Known for his keen sense of humor, contagious smile, 
and extensive esoteric wisdom, EJ translates deep spiritual wisdom into practical advice to empower you to live your happiest, most fulfilled experience. Mystic Living Radio, deep spiritual wisdom, practical advice with EJ, Eliyahu Jihan. This hit show delivers profound experiences for all who want to live life to their deepest desires. Tune in monthly for Mystic Living Radio. Learn more by visiting vitaltransformation.org. You, yes, you, can be the highest version of yourself. Wellness coach and natural beauty expert, Dr. Agnes Renkel, is on a mission to help you play the game of your life. Win in vibrancy, health, and beauty. Because you deserve it. Dr. Agnes goes beyond the limits in her personal coaching sessions to revolutionize health and wellness. Now is the time to unleash your true power. For more information, visit dragnesfrankel.com. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit EmpoweringEnergy.com. That's Empowering with letters N-R-G.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, as I said before, this uh, this show is incredible. I want to make sure you know we have a live call-in number available for you. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. And we're going to bring Nancy on in a minute. But if you want to find out more about EJ, you can go to vitaltransformation.org. That's vitaltransformation.org. And the books that he's talking about, the children's books, for those of you that have been watching on Facebook, um, you're going to be able to see these books come across the screen, you know, across the, the screen from time to time. Um, what I want to do is I, I want to, uh, EJ, I want to go to the phone. So, Mr. Penny, let's bring on our fabulous listener. Hello. Welcome to the show, Nancy. How can we help you? Let me uh, introduce you to EJ. Okay. Hi, EJ. Hi, Eliyahu. It's Esther. Who is that? Nancy Morgenbesser, Esther. Oh, Nancy. How are you? Great. I didn't see you for a long, long time from Florida. Nancy from yes, Florida. Yes, from Florida. Yes, it's me. It's me. It's very good to hear you, to hear what you're doing and all that kind of stuff. Um been a long time. Everything is good on my end, one day at a time, as they say. Um, and I just wanted to say hello. You know, I was I saw you were in Israel. Um, Thank you. Was, uh, Thank you for calling and supporting. Thank you. That's very, very kind of you. Uh, well, I really just wanted to connect a little bit. You know, that's all. And say hi. Thank you. Do you have any wise words for me? I would love to hear <laughs> something. <laughs> Well, just the idea that you take the initiation and uh, be the first caller. I'm sure that you will have the blessing from God and the angels to guide you. And the soul uh, of your husband will always be there for you, as you know it. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I do. Yeah, thank you so much. Are you on this every week? 
It is on if you go on Transformation Talk Radio. The, the show is uh, yes. repetitive, so you can... Yeah, yeah, and we are hoping that he's going to be on every week. I will tell you that. We're starting out once a month, but um, we're looking at other ways to continue the dialogue to make sure that we get this show done and the, the, this message gets out there, Nancy. It's kind of amazing, isn't it? Is it just blow you away a little bit? Oh, it absolutely blows me away, and I'm sure it's going to go everywhere and everyone will be listening to him. He's very special. He is, and we have so much fun, don't you think? Always. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I was lucky today to get through, and it's good to thank you, Eliaha. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Awesome. And I love that, Nancy. I love that she did get through and that, you know, we have so many people uh, that are learning about how they, too, can tap into this wisdom, Eliyahu. And, you know, when you tap in, you said something earlier in the show that I want to get back to. Um, you talked about tapping into this, and then you used the word empowered. Uh, many people don't know that. They don't know the connection between this ancient wisdom and being empowered in the 21st century. But that's what you and I are talking about today. Yeah. 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 Money, relationship, career. <laughs> Isn't it all part of this plan? Yeah, I, I, let's talk about money because I yes. think when people talk about money, they feel dirty a little bit. They feel not spiritual. But what if I just tell you something that will bother a few people? I say, Or a good speech or a good sales speech, uh, term about business and money from above. Of course, some people are gifted, they don't make money, some people are not so gifted to make money. Uh, if the Bible, as you mentioned before, all those people were rich, include Moses himself, you know, everybody yes. was rich at the time of the Bible. So we learned from that that if the we call it the pipes. The pipes of success are not opening. You have to see where in your life your pipes is stuck. You used the word stuck before. Yes. Because most people are stuck. But what they're trying to do is to fix the area what, where they see they're stuck. But for example, having an agenda will make those pipes stuck, which means it will be two things that happen. Either money will not come in, or either the money that will come in will not make you happy. You know, there is many people with money that are not happy. They're not fulfilled. They have success, but they are not fulfilled, which is very sad. Very sad. Now, there is some people who are not making it because they don't believe that they deserve it. Some people feel they deserve it, and they're not making it. So the money idea <laughs> is to understand that God has enough for you. I mean, think about if you have children, if you have somebody you love, don't you want to give them everything? So why are you asking for $2 from God? Because you're greedy. If you're Jewish, you have the Jewish guilt. If you're Catholic, you have the what they call gluttony, like like not having you're not allowed to have. Every religion has this guilt attached to money. Money is a blessing. You have to approach money as a blessing. But every cent is a blessing, not every dollar, not every million. Even when you have a cent in your hand, that 
at the Don't look at it like a sin. Look at it like a blessing from God. As one teacher once teach me, he lived now in Canada. He said, no, Eliyahu, 25 cents in the old days when we used to use public phone can save a human life. Can yes. save a human life. You know, in the old days, we used to, I don't know, those of you remember, public phone with a quarter. We put a quarter in and we make a phone call to save someone's life. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I want to do, yeah, one of the things I want to do, I want to take a short break right now because we want to fix a couple of little things going on. But here's the thing I want everybody to think about right now. How many ways in your life, and Eliao, you're going to have to correct me on this if I say the wrong thing here. How many ways in your life are you denying yourself your birthright of abundance? And what can we do to walk the way the people from ancient wisdom walked, the walk the way of Moses? I don't think we ever hear stories about the folks in the Bible, you know, really not having enough to eat. Oh, my God. Did anybody ever hear about the Last Supper? But the point that I'm trying to make is how are we denying ourselves that which is right in front of us? This ancient wisdom, what we're talking about is it's not ancient. It has been meant and now delivered. And EJ is talking about it in the 21st century. The question I want to ask all of you as we take a short break, are you ready to receive it? Are you ready? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. to the Psychic Professors Show, The Voices of Spirit Radio, with international medium and spirit artist Dr. Susan Barnes on Transformation Talk Radio, featuring a variety of spiritual topics such as psychic art, spiritualism, EVP, psychic development, and mediumship. This hit call-in show provides listeners with breakthrough wisdom to enliven and enlighten their lives. Visit spiritartgallery.net for show days and times. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Known for his keen sense of humor, contagious smile, and extensive esoteric wisdom, EJ translates deep spiritual wisdom into practical advice to empower you to live your happiest, most fulfilled experience. Mystic Living Radio, deep spiritual wisdom, practical advice with EJ, Eliyahu Jihan. This hit show delivers profound experiences for all who want to live life to their deepest desires. Tune in monthly for Mystic Living Radio. Learn more by visiting Vital Transformation. Wow, everybody, welcome back. I love this. I love what we're doing. 
Um, what a great show we have for everybody today, EJ. Before we go ahead, I want to just make sure if you want to find out more, if you want to get a copy of some of the books that we've been mentioning on the show and that you've all have been seeing on Facebook, go ahead and go to vitaltransformation.org. Go ahead vitaltransformation.org. And if you've missed any part of this, this will replay again on Facebook as well as on Transformation Talk Radio. Um, now, Benny, we have somebody calling into the show, and I know we're going to talk about the money and stuff, but who do we, who do we, we have, have calling Yeah, in? we have Robert calling in from L.A. Robert, welcome to the show. Hi, Robert. Hey, guys. Thanks for, hey guys, thanks for having me. I appreciate the show. I appreciate you having EJ on, um, and I want to say hello to EJ. If you been great so far and love hearing what you had to say so thank you thank uh, you quick question though i i just want to ask a quick question so you talked a little earlier about going through the process and trusting the process mm-hmm. fear plays a big role in knocking you off trusting that process so i wanted to ask you what's the best way to manage that fear and to be able to walk through that process with confidence and not worry about what that what's happening behind it you mean, you mean the fear and the doubts we're going through when we go into the process. That's what you're saying, right? Absolutely. Correct. I love this question. I love this question. It's, a, it's, a, it's an excellent question. Well, I tell, you, I tell you the good news and the better news. <laughs> the good news, when you're jumping from an airplane, you're going to have a lot of doubts. You're going to have a lot of uncertainty. But you can choose not to jump from an airplane. You can choose that too. But then you never have the experience of what does it feel like jumping from an airplane. The better news, once you jump from an airplane and you land, you will tell everybody what a great experience it was. So the fear and the doubt is part of the journey. It must be part of the journey. You have to go to fear and doubt. You have to embrace the fear and doubt. You have to say, yeah, I'm going through fear. Yeah, I'm going through doubt because I'm getting to the next level. So if a person thinking how to make $50,000 and he want to grow to make under than 50, he's doubting $100,000 away between 50 and under than 50. That jump has to include first thing, fear and doubt. Once you break it in spiritually, then you're no longer afraid. If you ask all the achiever or the great achiever in life and in business and relationship and the, 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 the great swimmer, and the American swimmer, Michael, you know, won more gold medal than anybody. You ask him how much fear he has before he swim. Even he's a winner. If you ask LeBron James before he shoot for three points, he still have fear and doubts, but he's going for it. Or if you ask Michael Jordan, he said, you know, you can, you, you can miss those shots that you try, but if you never try, you don't yeah. even have those shots that you're even missing. You got to take the shot. You got to take the shot. You got to take the shot. When you are sitting there, you got to jump. When you jump, you got to let go of the ball. You got to take the shot because if you don't take the shot, you're never good. You're not in the game. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So when when we talk about business, when we talk about all of those great things, as great achiever, those people, you know, sometimes at the wait, going back to the random thing, like if you talk about Bill Gates, he had to wait 12 or 13 years to make it. You know, if you talk about uh, Apple, if you talk about all those great people, they had to wait. Nothing can random, but they take the shot. They take the shot because, and you need to have fear. 
If you have no fear, that's when you're dead. If you have no fear, that's when you're dead. Sorry. Somebody's praying over your body in the ground. That's why you don't have a fear. So if you have a fear, that's when you're alive. That's great news. Robert, this is so good to hear your voice. Thank you. Yeah, Robert, thank you. That's a great, great question. Thank you. Because that's what we're talking about today here. You know, oh my gosh, can you believe this hour is like zipping right by? What were we thinking when we said we're going to do like one hour at a time? I don't know. Um, let's talk about this because the fear and the doubt is the difference between, like you said, uh, 50,000, 100,000. Here, I, I want to say something. I want you to comment on it. When I was 17, I was homeless. I was in New York City Port Authority and I had no money and I had no food and I had no place to go. No place. Every quarter I asked for, I was scared to death to ask for it, but I asked for it. We're saying the same thing, whether it's a small thing we, we, we want to bring or a big thing. If we're not willing to hold the space for the abundance of the universe, then we're going to get that thing which we're not holding. And I could still be at the Port Authority starving to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing what you're saying. You know, about five weeks ago, uh, I passed on a homeless uh, person who slept in the street, somebody I knew from the neighborhood for the last 25 years. So I decided to take a blanket we have and food and everything and go there. And I took my kids with me because I want them to experience that. And we covered his body with blanket, we left food and everything. And I told my kids, you know, I want you to know. We're not really helping him, but we're doing it for ourselves, not for him. They said, what do you mean? I said, well, we've got to do sharing. We've got to do giving. But he will never benefit from it. He will never benefit because if he didn't change his consciousness, if he didn't change his awareness of uh, like he deserve or he desire the abundance from God, mm -hmm. it's not going to change. So this morning I'm having a, a breakfast with my wife in, in the street where usually he's there and he's knocking on the window and he even walk into the restaurant and I'm seeing him. I said to him, where's the blanket? What did you do with the blanket and the stuff I left you? Did you sell it? So every time I bring him a coat and everything, even I know it doesn't help him, but it helped me to do a sharing. So we got to look at life like this. What you did with asking quarter by quarter didn't help you to be where you are today, to my opinion. What helped you is you change something. Yes. The day that you face your fear and you say, I'm no longer would be just depending on the quarter. I would create a quarter. That's what make you who you are today. And it's the same with love. It's the same with relationship. It's the same with your health. It's the same with everything. And this is what's beautiful about this life. As, as much as I'm struggling sometimes as a teacher to push people sometimes who don't want to be successful, it's the, my biggest struggle is to look at them and say, why? Why don't you want more for you? Why? Is there is one thing I want for people is to want more for themselves. But this, my dear friend, very difficult to cure because that's you have to cure yourself. I can help you, but you have to have desire. So, yeah. yeah. And I think when we ask the question honestly to ourselves, right, when we ask the question, you know, do we want more? We are going to get the answer. Yes. We even have fear of the answering the question honestly because there's another mindset that says wait a minute you can't really have it but that's not your message today that's not what the message is today 
The oh. message is today, there's a way to achieve your wildest dream. Yes, yes, there is a way. The first aspect is desire. And then after you have desire, the next thing is to start cleaning those pipes of abundance. And the way we clean those pipes of abundance is how you say before, how we behave with people, how we behave with ourselves. And that's a very difficult thing to clean because people need to go inside, not outside, and start looking. Mm -hmm. What is about me that need to change? Jealousy. Why am I having jealousy? Because I don't believe in myself. Why am I having anger? Because I believe I deserve more. What do I do about deserve? So this is start the work. And when I coach and help people, that's what I do. I start helping them to know who they are. Because for each person, it's differently, you know? And um, I just hope and desire and wish mm -hmm. to have an awakening from this show and desire to change, desire to have a better life in all area. Relationships, yeah. spiritually, business, health, every area, you know, because nothing is random. Nothing is random. Everything is cause and effect. We just yeah. don't see the cause. We see the effect. And that's why we are too reactive toward the effect. Yeah. Well, you're working with people all over the world. And the folks that are listening today are, or that are watching today, they, you know, they can go to your website. There are ways for people to get engaged. You know, there are ways for us to take classes so that we can we can learn more about ourselves. You see, I think sometimes we think we take classes to learn something about somebody else. But but isn't but there are ways for people to get engaged and take this journey with you, isn't there? Of course, there, there is people who call me direct to, I have a, a, another website called eliaojian.com. You just have to go to eliaojian.com and make a meeting with me and then I will see you. But if you want to study more in the spiritual knowledge, you go to bitantransformation.org. So you have two choices. You want to work with me, I'm willing and offer my service in eliaojian.com. So people can go on that. So that's not a problem. And also, that's available. Well, and then also, you have written books. There, there are. There, what I'm trying to say, there is countless ways for people to take that thing that's inside of themselves and bring it out into the 21st century, like the wisdom uh, we're talking about. Absolutely, today. and also, you know, in March uh, 2018, uh, based on astrology, based on spirituality, yeah. around that time, around between Easter and Passover, around that time, I don't know the date exactly. There is a revelation of uh, energy that exactly coming down to the area of, of uh, Jerusalem, the old Jerusalem, and there is something going on there spiritually. And I'm making a big effort to make another spiritual trip at that time. So wow. I can take people from all over the world there. Hopefully I can take uh, people to the tour to see places and connect. Because mm -hmm. you said it before, so beautiful. You say that those righteous from the Bible are not there just to tell us a story. They are there to lead us to be like them. So many people believe in Jesus, but nobody behave like Jesus. Many people believe in Moses, but they don't be behave like Moses or Muhammad or, or Buddha. People try to believe in righteous, but the true message from the righteous is how can I be like you? And that's what I'm doing in Israel. So uh, it's almost 99% right now that I'm doing this trip in March, wow. and I'm calling everybody to come, uh, whatever religion you are, doesn't matter, to come with me, and we're going to create uh, a special meditation, protection meditation for the world, and um, 
and I will give you more details as I know what's going on at that time, more to the date, what date exactly it's going to happen. And we'll make sure we tell everybody about it as well, because, you know, you're absolutely right. You know, this is the way we get to say yes to our greater connection, our greater connection. And that's really what we're talking about today. The message transcends religion. The message transcends any one aspect. But if we can bring in the ancient wisdom that you brought, bring to the table, we can not only change our lives, right, EJ? Yeah. We can help change the world. Exactly. That's what's what a Kabbalist called, uh, that word is called tikkun, T-I-K-U-N. Tikkun means correction. So the Kabbalists believe that there is two aspects to the tikkun, personal tikkun and global tikkun. The global tikkun called tikkun olam, O-L-A-M. Personal tikkun is how you need to work on yourself. A global tikkun is what we're going to do in March in Israel around that time. In March in Israel, we're going to be there and we're going to do a global correction, a global transformation to the world. And I'm so excited about it because we're going to inject energy from there to different areas, different places. So this is so unique. And so exciting uh, for many people. I love it. What a great show today. And I know that we're going to be back. We got a lot to talk about. Um, we're going to make sure everybody knows about uh, what you're planning for next year. Very special, very special. I can't wait personally to get more details on that. How much fun are we going to have? Um, and, and for folks that are watching on Facebook Live, you can certainly go to both of the websites we mentioned during the show. One last question. What's yes. your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? I want to leave you with the idea uh, we are now in a period that um, the next 20 days are a little bit days of uh, heavy from astrological point of view. There is a square, there is, there is heavy things above us. Now, what does that mean? In this time, we have to be more forgiving and loving. In the next 20 days, make a list of the people that you have difficult time with. And either use fire or use your mind. But what I do, I use fire. You write it on a piece of paper and you just write down, God, please help me to forgive. And you make a list of people you want to forgive. And you say goodbye to those people. And you say, no more. I'm going to hate you. Be jealous or be angry with you. Regardless of what you did to me. The next 20 days, we have to basically dedicate it for love or for forgiveness. After those 20 days, we have something called the time of love. In there is harmony between the sun and the moon, which is so powerful. But the main thing I want to leave you with is the next 20 days, just let go of that anger you have inside of you. And I know people hurt you, and I know people took advantage of you. But remember, if you want freedom, if you want good life, let that chapter go and move on to a better life. That's what I want to leave you with. Thank you so much. And until next time, all of you, thank you so much for being you. Thank you for tuning us in, turning us on. EJ, you are totally, you, you are my rock star of the century. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye, everybody. Wow. Amazing. You were listening to Mystic Living Radio, deep spiritual wisdom, practical advice with EJ, Eliyahu Gian. EJ's dedication to motivate and empower knows no bounds. 
When you visit vitaltransformation.org, you'll find resources and classes to help you to focus on the power within to cultivate a truly fulfilling future and a deeper understanding of yourself with limitless success. Don't wait. Visit vitaltransformation.org today and sign up for your private session with EJ, this mystical Kabbalist, spiritual advisor, coach, and teacher. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.